When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Hi, it's Molly Wood. And I'm John Merritt. I love that song. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we analyze the hottest trends and happenings. And okay, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's a little myopic because it's basically just based on stuff that we have actually either encountered, done, are doing, are about to do, or someone told us about it on the bus and we said, thank God you mentioned that because it's podcast time. (laughs) Miner from the grocery store this week. It's a method. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to think that uh, this is the best part of any podcast, which is two people having fun talking about whatever. And and the direction we're pointed in is things that we're thinking you might also have noticed, or once we've mentioned it, will notice. Yep. And therefore, in some way, this will improve your life. You'll you'll impress a teenager because you know about Visco girls, <laughs> or you'll notice the lifesaver candy book and and suddenly have a revelation about gift gifting, whatever it is. Yep. We are here for you. And I just have to say that judging from your feedback, you're with us. Oh, and yeah. that is the best part of We're all. <laughs> so thankful. So thankful for that. Um, I'm not kidding. Both of mine are, are things that I noticed at the grocery store. And, I know. Uh, well, for, speaking of which, one actually seems to have Thanksgiving in the title. <laughs> Indeed, it does. Uh, if you are a patron, you can go into our Discord things channel where I have shared pictures from the grocery store. But I noticed... Day after Thanksgiving, all the pumpkin spice stuff was gone from the front tables. You know, they always have those front tables where all the, it's usually baked goods, but it's like cookies and things that are always holiday themed. So at St. Patrick's yep. Day, they have the one, the cookies with the green icing and Memorial Day, they'll have all the hot dog buns and stuff. Uh, and so since, I don't know, since probably September, they've had pumpkin pies, pumpkin spice cookie, pumpkin everything. I assume Thanksgiving's over that they'll start bringing in the Santa cookies, but it'll share the table with the pumpkin spice stuff because that's usually what happens. But oh, no, not this year. (laughs) Things are different this year. Wow. This year, I'm seeing a lot of cookies. I'm seeing some cherry pies and stuff, but I am seeing red velvet, uh, slices of red velvet cake, uh, red velvet cookies, red velvet cupcakes. I am seeing red velvet being positioned, at least in my local mart, as the holiday post Thanksgiving flavor. Fascinating. The 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 Christmas holiday season flavor, if you will, the post pumpkin. Yes, yes. The, we are in post pumpkin days now. Post pumpkin. That is fascinating. And Makes so much sense, and I don't know why it isn't always the post-pumpkin flavor, because it's red and festive right. and also delicious. And I've been seeing red velvet mm. creeping on pumpkin for a while, you know, <laughs> when you have like, oh, we have the pumpkin spice donuts and the red velvet donuts. Like, that's, it's not a shock that it's there. It's the lack on these it's tables. It's complete switcheroo. Of yeah. any pumpkin. Even the pies are peach and cherry. Pumpkin's dead to us now. Dead to us. 
finally burned out. Man, that's fascinating. I want to make and some I, red velvet. Trust me, man. Mm. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the pumpkin pie. I I generally uh, eat an entire pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hesitation which with you delivered that. Like I, I ate the whole. Thing. I'm gonna say it. It's true. But you'll go red velvet if you have to. I mean, that's a good, that's a, you know what? That is a good observation. If observation is the soul of it's a thing, yeah, that yeah. is an excellent one to be like, hey, keep an eye on that. And give us some in the field reports. Tell us where you're seeing red velvet. This does make me think that a couple times I have flirted with the idea of introducing, you know, maple. I think we even had an mm-hmm, email to this mm-hmm. effect that yeah, maple might that's be right. the new pumpkin. And maple really just has failed to thrive. I could will. see maple making another run next October. Like it's close. But it feels like an October, September, October thing. Definitely. Like it's red should... velvet is like red, Christmas, Santa, right. you know? Yeah. But it yeah. just makes me realize that maple, like, boy, when it comes to replacing pumpkin, you gotta you gotta bring your A game. You come at the king. You best be you best <laughs> you, be red velvet. You best be red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin died in a sea of red velvet. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I'm literally picturing, maybe it's the one third of a beer I have now had, but I am picturing like a whole bunch of cupcakes just like leaping because it would be so bloody in the crumbs and whatever, like leaping on this like pumpkin and it's just buried in it. Ah. Okay, that yeah. got dark. The, that the, got feel, dark. the field of battle will strewn with the brown of pumpkin and the red of velvet. Oh, God, he's so good. That, that ladies and gentlemen, is a trained professional right there i'm gonna start writing a short story about this (laughs) um my thing is again it's an offshoot of a thing that's been around a long time and this thing has probably been around for a little bit but it's it's i know it has become true thing because i have now heard it mentioned in the world several times and that thing is cbd for dogs oh wow yeah. Specifically for dogs. Like specifically we for dogs. Yeah. Have yeah, yeah. obviously spent a lot of time talking about CBD, rightfully, uh, because it's the thingiest thing that ever thinked. But CBD for dogs is apparently a marketing campaign that is working. Because I was, I had to take my dog to the vet, I don't know, a couple months ago for his little norovirus outbreak. And the people there were some other people at the vet and they were like well we tried this and then we gave them some cbd and i like my head snapped over i was like wait what really and then someone else mentioned it she said oh you know my dog's been getting so old but the cbd makes a huge difference for him and i was like wait what and then at my house october came around uh halloween came around and my dog gets very stressed when the doorbell rings like mm-hmm. he's a barker anyway but something about the doorbell makes him lose it so I was like, well, uh, and somebody said, maybe you should get him some CBD. And I was like, I'm gonna, that is a great idea. And I discovered that my local uh, pet store, interestingly, does not carry CBD products. They carry hemp products for dogs. Like you can buy hemp as an alternative. That's what you can get on Amazon. But does that do the same thing? I thought hemp was just the fiber. I don't know. I thought so too. It's like three milligrams, but it says like three milligrams of CBD. And so I think it's like, they're just. It's There's labeling. enough CBD in the hemp that they can then they can then sort of say they can like, sell it as an yeah, anti-anxiety we'll throw treat. Hemp at the dog, it'll get some CBD out of it. Don't you yeah, worry. Exactly. <laughs> and I was really confused when I bought it because it said hemp and mushrooms, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But it literally is just like shiitake flavored 
I don't know. It sounds gross to me. Um, but yeah, it, it it appears to be a big time offshoot of the CBD craze. And there are like lots of companies now that are making these treats. In fact, I ordered some from Holista Pet after Googling, like, what's the best CBD treats for dogs? Because I keep torturing mine now that I'm washing off skunk smell, which I'm sure you've heard about on many podcasts. <laughs> see, um, see everything else Molly does for detail. See everything else I do for detail because it's literally the only thing I talk about. But I was like, oh, my God, I, it's every it is everywhere. And having three people mention it in the wild was like, yep, it's a thing. I, pets getting the trends that are burgeoning among humans is a path to thing for sure. Yep. Right. Like the, the, we've seen this before. Prozac for dogs. Right. Pops to mind, for instance. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not shocked that this is now becoming a thing. I uh, I popped a, a picture in the uh, in the discord of the mall that I went to for <laughs> to go to the Apple store that as you walk in had plastered CBD for all on the doors and then had a big banner standing in the doorway oh as you God. walked into the mall. That CBD for amazing. all includes dogs. Just saying. Apparently it does. And cats. It's not just even that. There's, oh, yeah. There's right? cat one. And then there are like, and the crazy thing is they, they make it like it's the oil. I mean, there are treats too and tinctures and capsules and this whole shaboodle. But apparently people are giving their dogs just like full on CBD oil. And, but you know, just like with all. Is that how that works? Or do you just put it in their food? I guess so. I guess you maybe? just put it in their food and they'll get Probably it. just put it in yeah. the food. Yeah. But it is, it is pretty funny. But people claim that, you know, it helps if they have arthritis or. If they have cancer or if they just have like they need like joint relief. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. my one I will say my one friend's dog. And I hope she's not listening has no right to still be alive. Uh-huh. This dog. Like he's so old and he could barely move and he like tore his ACL and uh-huh. it was, you know, and she's like, it has been a, a wonder, a miracle worker for him. So it made a huge difference. I guess because uh, what I'm what what I'm struggling with internally is how would you know? And there there's certainly situations where you will know, right? Like they yeah. used to not get up and now they get up, right? That sort of thing. But dogs are are so notorious at not reacting to their own pain. Yep, totally. So, I mean, some of this may be just peace of mind. Like, well, it can't hurt, yeah. so might I as mean, well. You we know. also don't know, right? Yeah. The, the FDA is is has very clearly said, like, no one has any idea if any of the things that you're saying about CBD are true. Right. right. Period. So it's possible. Well, because yeah, with I mean, humans, it could be psychosomatic, which at least is an effect. I don't know if that works with <laughs> dogs where they're like, oh, true. CBD. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, and I really don't know. I can't say if it helps yeah, or doesn't yeah. help. I can say that I, the first I, time I, I gave the hemp treat to Reggie, he definitely looked a little high. Like, he, he really... <laughs> Was he was just kind of staring at me right, like, right. Mom, I feel weird. <laughs> this is gonna have another. Thanks. Yeah, he did, he he did, he did still bark at the trick or treaters. <laughs> well, that's just <laughs> it didn't what he's override the basic. Yeah. But my friend said that her dog, you know, to your point, that her dog does get up more and he's he's able to do the stairs and he's much more mobile than he was before. And I'm like, All well, right, there you go. Fine. I mean, at least then you're seeing you an effect, right? Then I'm yeah. buying it. Yep. All right. I, I feel like your second thing is tertiarily dog related. <laughs> um, well, I guess it could be. Um, I think poop is now just socially acceptable to talk about and sell and 
use and I, and I blame the poop emoji for this. It's the emoji. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> I uh, I came across. I, I've come across like poop ice cream with the poop emoji on it. That's definitely yeah. the poop emoji. Uh, but I came across at the grocery store again. Holiday pooper walking candy dispenser. I poop oh, yeah. candy. Yep. I have now purchased that exact toy for my niece twice because she's so she thinks that everything related to poop is hilarious. I bought her a poop emoji pillow. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. Yeah. For the kids, poop it's is hilarious. hilarious. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a thing. That's a time honored tradition. I mean, <laughs> is it just the children? That's What's I think where I'm identifying a trend where it used to be. Well, we all know it's funny, but we can't say to <laughs> it's just uh, fine. We give it's up. We give up the fight against poop. We're all going to talk about poop all the time. And we're going to have poop stuffed pillows and poop, ice poop, cream. Poop. And it's just the way of the world is now. The holiday pooper is hysterical, though. I mean, <laughs> it's hysterical. Is the like, you that, may... that, that really like put me over like, I guess that's OK to just. You know, because like it's, it's in there. the grocery store. I think if I'd seen this in the toy store or even like, you know, Bloomingdale's, I would have been like, oh, novelty gift. Right. But, but it's in the like next to the food. It's next to the food. I know. I mean, I really am sort of picturing my grandmother at this point being like, what? That is not appropriate. Like it did used to be a thing you didn't necessarily say. And now it it's had just its like time and place. And it's time and place was kind of naughty. Right. Or right. at least like funny, or it yeah. was for the bath. It was literally it was mm-hmm. bathroom mm-hmm. humor. That was a whole right. category, right. and now it's yeah. just like mm-hmm. pooping. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a prude about it. I'm just saying I'm. I'm surprised at it's the strides over. poop has made <laughs> into our culture. <laughs> but I think you're totally right that it's about the emoji, and that is. I mean, crazy. I'm pretty sure that was the catalyst. Yeah, that is crazy and so so true. One little emoji with a, a happy face. Because the stuffed poop emoji, and the, it's not an animal, but the, you know, the plushy. The plushy. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is strange. But it was the emoji. So I sort of bracketed it off like, okay, but there are other plushy emojis. So, of course, why wouldn't they? Yeah. But there's nothing emoji about the, the poop train <laughs> the, coming the from the holiday train. pooper. The, <laughs> I poop candy. <laughs> that you will then eat. I love this episode so much, and I'm going to send it to my niece, and I'm going to be like, you're going to love this episode, because all we talk about is poop. Like, there's some song that she plays on the Echo all the time that's like, oh poop, 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 yeah. poop, 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 <laughs> poop, poop, Did you notice in the picture, it's in a Roka box? Oh, yeah. You it's guys, being displayed at the grocery store in a Roka box, which like already is, looks like poop itself. This is literally going to get patrons to sign up and figure out the whole Discord thing just to be able to see that. Well, unless you have one in your store, like, please go check because it is amazing. I mm. poop candy. <laughs> like Holiday pooper. I poop candy. In case you didn't hear me say poop once, said it and twice. I don't poop poop, though. I poop candy. <laughs> that you can eat. And that seems butt. like an important distinction. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's oh, very good. Before this gets grosser, because I was about to take it there, uh, mm. I am going to say that this is a thing that I've been. I'm. I'm going. It's a little bit of a cop out because I'm going digital thing today. Okay. No, that's good. But we need those. I've been noticing it for weeks, and I finally was like, "All right, it's too funny and adorable and constant, not to name it." And that thing is chonk, chonk, chonk. 
Chonk, 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 chonk. Chonk has been lumbering into Thingland for a while. Ha, You're right. Ha, ha, ha. It has. And I think that's what, so what's really happened is now it's being applied to like so many things, all kinds of things. Okay. So chonk, for those who don't know, but I'm sure you've seen it, is uh, internet slang and it means overweight. Like it means like adorably fat, hilariously pudgy. Particularly it, applied to cats, specifically in a lot of about cats, exactly, yeah. and that's where, that's where it started. So it was all like the you know this chonk thing, and then there was like a whole series of memes related to that, and then there was like a chonk chart, which is super funny, and it it all started I don't know last August it looks like, especially with the chart, which was hilarious, and then there's a subreddit which. I'm going to just tell you now, we'll suck up a lot of your time, like r slash chonkers. Adorable. And now it's now it's dogs. Like now it's everything. Now you can just do a little quick Twitter search for chonk and it'll be just like any cute pudgy thing ever. It's like kids legs. It's like if I saw a reference to it, although I cannot find it now um, to a Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade balloon float that people were like uh, oh my god chonk is a float oh wow i, I didn't realize chonk was a float i missed that i didn't either but then i would just like to side note twitter search is terrible because i can't find it but it's that tweet that made me go like all right i gotta make this a thing this is a thing yeah what's it what's it appears in relation to the macy's thanksgiving day parade? i mean right <laughs> that's mass <laughs> culture right there exactly exactly anyway yeah, yeah chonk now you know when you hear it, you can say it, and also it's just really it's really cute and fun. Like I think the reason that I'm happy it's a thing is that it's just a nice thing. It's just a nice, funny thing. Thanks, <laughs> I was about world. To make make a joke about overweight cats and how they need to be, you know, put made healthier with an exercise plan. No, <laughs> never mind. I withdraw the statement. We're pro chonk. Chonk is I mean, cute. These, I mean, some of these cats are hilariously unhealthy looking. Let's be clear. <laughs> Like one of them can like literally stand up because of his own belly, you know? Yeah. yeah. Is chonk right for you? Ask your veterinarian. It's it's just a like it's I mean, of course it's an outcropping of cat memes which never get old, but Oh yeah. Dumb chonk. powers the internet. Chonk 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 chonk. I just really like saying it. It's Can't fun stop. to say. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yep. Uh, we don't know if Stuart is chonk or not, but we like him either way. Stuart writes <laughs> in and says, hi, Molly and Tom. I volunteer with a group that gets primary school kids learning brass instruments, driving the kids to and from school to the program. And last week I was able to freak some of the kids out because I knew what a Visco girl was. Not what they <laughs> expected from a late forties guy. Totally made my day. Uh, that is amazing. I do want to, before I move on to our next piece of feedback, though, I do have to give an update from the, um, ooh, the ooh, land ooh, of Gen breaking Z. Breaking news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking news. Just breaking news. Uh, my son unprompted announced to me on Tuesday that OK Boomer is so over and mm-hmm. totally stupid now. Yeah. Like right after we talked about it on the show, yep. it went over the top. Yep. And not because of us, probably because of us, but maybe not because of us. But anyway, it totally did and became it became st- stupid. It became something that was meaningless because it was just being used too much. Yeah. And it, it is now, at least according to the, the youngs, it's over. Couldn't I think be more I, over. I knew it was over when I was tweeting, OK, greatest generation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tweet, though. 
That was funny. Yeah. Um, We got one from Matt in Boston who wishes us happy holidays and well wishes. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Long time listener, first time writing in. In my travels, I've found that not only is Scandinavian design having a moment, such (gasps) as muted tones, modern furnishes, and general minimalism, another Scandinavian trend, possibly a sleeper trend, has been growing over the past two to three years. Tumta, a Swedish or alternatively Norwegian Nissa. Uh, Tomta are small domestic sprites that serve as protective charms in the home. They're short, portly, bearded men akin to classical gnomes. Today, they're typically portrayed as spherically bodied with long white beards and large snout-like noses topped with a tall triangular hat. These figurines have been turning up slowly over time in stores like Target, Marshalls, Home Goods, and At Home. And and I believe it has now reached peak thing. Because it's at Target. I mean, yeah, Marshalls too. Target and Marshalls, that Venn diagram. Yeah. What's so crazy too is I've never seen this before. And yet there it is at all those stores. I just looked it up. It's totally hilarious and adorable. This is this is why we need you, Matt. Because when I clicked on the link to the Target one he sent, I went, Oh, I fairly certain I've seen that and just ignored it. Like, I don't know what that is. And now Hmm. I know what it is. Now I'm gonna see it everywhere, I'm sure. And then Matt points out one other year's end thing I've noticed is a return to natural perfumes and potpourri. This is relevant to my interests right now. Mm. Cloved tangerines and bags of freshly dried eucalyptic, eucalyptus or balsam trimmings are perfuming the air with rich holiday vibes. And I will say I was at I this return to Molly. I was at Trader Joe's last night and they had balsam spiced pine cones, like balsam scented pine cones. And I was like, what is balsam? No, okay. And I thought about buying them, but I decided it was two smells. Too many. Too many smells all at once. Cloving tangerines. Yeah. Also, he says we should clove tangerines, which what? I have done this before, and I'm double checking. Yes, I did it to make smoking bishop. What? I don't uh, understand but any I, of those. I, for, for that, you clove an orange, not a tangerine. But, it, but hmm. it, that's why it reminded me of it. Smoking bishop is the thing at the end of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, where he says they they sat over a bowl of smoking bishop. And so finally one year, I'm like, what the hell is smoking bishop? Found the recipe for it and made it. It's port, uh, red wine, water, brown sugar, ginger, allspice, nutmeg, and four cloved oranges. Oh, yum. And you just heat that stuff up. So yeah, that huh. goes right in with the clove tangerines and the the balsam trimmings. I like it. Oh, my God. I love this guy. The Tomte. Uh, you guys J- know everything. James. Know. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. James on uh, Complex Con. And this is somewhat embarrassing because I had heard of Complex Magazine. Anyway, he was like, Complex Con was started by Complex Magazine and has been in Long Beach for several years. My company has provided equipment mm. for it for a couple of years. That there at least go. explains the name. Yeah. All Complex right. Magazine. Duh. Less complex Thank than I you. thought. Right. <laughs> Pretty simple. Uh, Jeremiah on Sherry and Dice. Okay. So I listened to the recent It's a Thing where you mentioned Sherry being a thing. I was one of those who read and loved Poe in school and gave no thought to Amontillado being anything other than some wine he made up for the story. In the past few years, however, I got to take care of my proper English step-grandfather. He loved Sherry and introduced me to Amontillado 
and I came to love it. He passed Aww. recently, but I still think of him when I drink sherry. Oh, makes me want to grab a glass of sherry and raise it in your grandfather's honor. I know. That's so great. Yeah. I wanted to bring up a geek thing, continues Jeremiah. D&D has been more popular in the last few years than it ever has been. Streamed games like Critical Role can pull down 100,000 live viewers sometimes. With this has come a sort of odd secondary thing I thought y'all might find interesting. Premium or luxury dice. What? I love this. You can find dice made from a range of materials with amazing designs. D&D has a wide range of dice used, so it can be an excuse to have a full set of brass dice or amethyst or jade. Oh, my I've God. even seen some mammoth tusk dice. Whoa. There are also a whole artisanal dice scene with people making amazing dice at home from resin and sharing them on Twitter or the like. It is a super geeky thing. Oh, my God. That is so awesome. That is great. Both of those are great, Jeremiah. Thank you so much. That is absolutely fantastic. And uh, he included some links, which we will hopefully put on the episode page over at it's a thing dot me. Especially if you're interested in the mammoth ivory dice. Cause, I, wow. I, I'm like stupefied from the sheer awesomeitude of everything about that email. Uh, but no episode would be complete without no, Fordo. <laughs> Who writes in and says, uh, related to port, I did not know what it was either until a month ago when I was in Portugal and I was touring a winery where they make port wine near the city of Porto, which is where port gets its name. And she said, brandy is introduced into the port equation when the wine is fermenting and immediately stops the fermentation. It puts the yeast to sleep, is what they told my group. You can add the brandy at any stage of the fermentation process, she said, I think I'm getting this right, to end up with a sweeter or a drier port. Huh. Who knew? She says, not this prodigious wine drinker. So you I get knew the, that port was like wine and brandy, but I didn't know that there was a whole the yeast drunk. chemical thing. <laughs> you just stop that sucker cold. <laughs> I like it. Brandy. Love it. And also a very restrained email. Is that only a third of the email? Tell us the truth, producer be. Rich. That yeah. doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh, let, let's give a shout out to our uh, patrons at the top, top level. Gabriel Cohen, Mike Akins, and Louis St. Amour. Thank you so much for powering the show to greater and greater thing heights. We I super know. appreciate and you and welcome to the patrons. level, Gabriel. Mm, or yeah. Gabrielle. I'm going to go yeah. with Gabrielle on this yeah. one, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know for sure. We will get it right. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Yes. And thank you to everybody who supports the show on Patreon. Really and truly, it is it is the oil it is the solar it is the natural gas it is all the things that make us show up CBD every week oil. <laughs> it is the cbd oil of it's a thing you uh can join your fellow members at patreon.com slash it's a thing get access to our discord and add free rss feed and the bonus content you can also email us your things to feedback at it's a thing dot me of course we read those on the show Yes, indeed. And we will talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.